Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, Brendan McCullough and Mark Choi. How are you guys doing? Hey man, sports. We're yes. all we're all up out in here, man. We're just yeah, cool. But yeah, it's back <laughs> in the football season. Falls back. Uh, school, all that stuff. Sports, school, pumpkin spice lattes. You know all that stuff. I don't care about it at all. <laughs> hey, well, actually, I I do uh, enjoy a nice pumpkin spice pumpkin latte spice. every now and then. Oh yeah, you're a big I, I had an, guy, aren't you? I am. Yeah, I, I've re, I do everything pumpkin every. Uh, well, actually, I would like to say every fall, but it's pretty much every every uh, every season. Yeah, you have pumpkin um, slippers on right now. Yeah, I have a pumpkin hat on. God damn it! It's um, not a pumpkin hat; it's just a pumpkin. He shoved his head in a jack o' lantern. Well, let's talk about games we've been playing. I feel like we uh, have that. Heard what from we Mark. do here? Yeah, I forget what we do on this podcast. <laughs> but no, uh, we haven't heard from Mark in a little while. What have you been playing these days? If you've been playing much? Yeah. I mean, you guys, as you guys know, my awful work schedule is still going on, but I have managed to squeeze in some gaming. Um, so two games. Uh, still been playing The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. If you remember last time, I was talking about how I didn't use any guides to look up what to do next, since it's a type of a, it's like a puzzle game where you have to find clues and things like that. Yeah. And I was, I was saying, like, you know, this seems doable. Like, I really think I can do this on my own. Oh, my God. I was so <laughs> wow. That game got hard really fast. <laughs> I like it. What ended up happening was I couldn't find where to go next. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll just look up what to do next because I'm just wasting my time here. I realized I had skipped like an hour of gameplay by accident because I just, <laughs> like, I just thought I was following the right path, but there was so much content I skipped that was completely necessary to the game. I'm talking like I had to find a bloody rock hidden in a bush behind a tree stump in the middle of the woods type stuff. What? Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah. I'll probably beat this game because it's just so gorgeous. And the story is so cool when you can actually, you know, learn new things and are not just wandering around aimlessly. But I'll probably use a guide if I'm stuck for longer than like five to ten minutes just because now I know what the standards are for this game. So I'm not going to just waste my time, especially with all the other games I need to get through. Um it's like the Professor Layton games for the DS. I was just like, nah, fuck this. I'm dumb. I'm getting a book out. Like, those yeah. are. Yeah. Oh, it's God. like, yeah, it's like one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, if I sat here long enough, I would figure it out. Like, I, I'm certainly capable of it, but I just don't feel like it. Yeah. It's not enjoy. It, you know, games are meant to be enjoyable. And if it's not enjoyable to the point, you know, why keep playing it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is, it's a specific type of gamer, I feel like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the other game I've been playing, I was at GameStop the other day, uh, which is actually pretty rare for me, but uh, Wendy was shopping for some some clothes or something, and I just went into the store, and they had oh, uh, the remake. She was shopping for clothes at GameStop? Yeah. She wanted a new Dragon Ball Z t-shirt. <laughs> That's where I got mine from, actually. I know that. <laughs> nice. But, What's on it? It's uh, the Capsule Corpse logo. 
It was back- oh, that's actually pretty badass. Yeah, it's when you had like the membership and you got points for every game you bought or every like thing you bought at GameStop. And if you got enough, enough points, most people got like shitty keychains or something. I actually had enough for like a full shirt. It's dope as shit. Sorry, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I saw they had um, the HD remake of the, the first two Resident Evil games, like Resident Evil Zero and then um, like the Origins one, uh, which I wanted to play because I, I'm a big fan of the franchise and I've like played all of them except those two. Um, but the reason why I never played them is because I actually downloaded the ISO for, for the first one for PS2 and I was playing it as a, on an emulator on PSCX2 on my PC. Wow, those, dude, the controls on the original game are impossible. <laughs> it is horrible. It's, I can't even describe how bad it is. Just let me just leave it at, I, I didn't even get out of the first room before I quit the game. <laughs> so, and go. yeah, so, but I heard the stories for those games were pretty cool. And with the remake, they actually added in a new control scheme, which is how bad it was. When you, like, when you do an HD remake of a game, usually you just like bump up the graphics a bit. This was like a complete control overhaul. Yeah, wow. So I'm, I imagine the game director for the remake is like, all right, yeah, we'll just redo the graphics. And dear God, what the fuck did you guys do to this game? Like, why is it so bad? Like, he didn't realize how like overwhelming the project was when he uh, took the job. Yeah, yeah, it's. It needed to be done. Um, <laughs> oh, another thing about the uh, Ethan Carter game. I <laughs> The other day I tried playing it after a couple of beers and <laughs> that it just, no, you can't do it. <laughs> can't do it, man. <laughs> I got nowhere. <laughs> I'm too drunk for that shit. Fuck the kid. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, I'll have to bring up my drinking experience in game later, but that's in Deus Ex. But continue. Oh, man. Yeah, um, I've been watching ReZero, uh, here and there too. That's like base. So those two games, watching that anime is like basically what my free time has been. My little bit of free time I've had. It's just been a, been a rough week, but you know. Yeah. It'll be over soon enough when you embrace the sweet, sweet void of death. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you okay. trying to tell us something, Brendan? You have a plan to kill Mark? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill Mark and steal his identity. Because he's got that yeah. sweet pupper there. Because we have too many hosts on this podcast. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, he's the one I'm going to kill, not AJ. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's move on to you. Let's put the spotlight on Bren. What have you been playing these days? Uh, They released the new map for Overwatch. It's in Brawl right now, so it's not like fully integrated. I think they're still going to have to tweak it around a bit but it's okay. really cool it's like a castle and there's a lot more vertical platforms to it less like long stretches um i i really enjoy it but i do think they need to like tweak it a bit um i i'm having trouble playing now. i'm getting so salty so quick now with some of these games or with some of these matches uh what else i just started playing the last remnant which i said i would be playing the last like 10 episodes oh yeah 65 and- hour jrpg Oh boy, it's gonna be rough. Uh, I believe it does have keyboard controls. I don't know how well they are. Like everyone I know says, you have to use a controller. So I don't know, like if it's just really shitty keyboard controls. But they're they are there in case you don't have a controller and want to play it. Um, 
I bumped up all the graphics, it still looks pretty good. Like it looks better than like Final Fantasy X. Like it's definitely a high end PS2 game or like an early PS3 game. It's definitely a JRPG, that's for sure. Because I already hate the main character. No, <laughs> what did he do? He's just the stupid trope of a country bumpkin, like reckless guy who's like, "Whoa, I didn't know what's going on." Like, you see the character, he like sees a flower and he goes, "Oh, this is so and so's favorite flower." He looks up, he sees a war going on between two like armies. He's like, "Whoa, when did this get here?" And he's like, oh, that's that so-and-so. Let me run after her. You'll find out he's looking after his sister. The character he ran after doesn't look anything like his sister. So he had no reason to run into an army. And it's just, he's just dumb and just, like, you know, he meets the high emperor or whatever. And he's like, hey, brah. Like, super chill. And she's like, ugh, I hate this character because he's just so copy-paste of every anime with a shitty main character. Well, I'm excited to play it. I'm sure you'll love it. <laughs> I was just going to say, Mark forgives it instantly. Yeah, I'm sure he'll love it. It is cool. That, like, there's these weird, like, fish ogres and then these, like, frog rabbit creatures. Like, it is interesting. But it is throwing me off a lot because it looks so much like Final Fantasy, like, 14 or so. Like, so much of the later Final Fantasy games. But plays nothing like it. It's kind of like a turn-based real-time strategy, almost. So, like, you start off with just, like, you have your party and kind of a leader for each party, but then your party has troops. Like, each person in your party has troops when it gets bigger. So, instead of just having, like, four characters versus four monsters, you're doing, like, full army battles. And it's very odd, and it's it's hard to get used to because I'm so used to, like, it, pl- it looks so much like a Final Fantasy game, I assume it would play like one, and it doesn't. So, it's taken me a bit to get used to, but it is it is neat. Yeah. Um I I do enjoy the world a bit from the little I've seen. I've only played maybe an hour of it. Um but it does that thing where it just throws you into a big battle right away and you're just like what the fuck's happening? I don't know any of the controls. Up, oh, you were supposed to you know, nothing you do in that battle matters anyway. But it's just very confusing at the very beginning. So mm-hmm. uh I'm I'm you know excited to get into it, but it's it's odd. It's definitely okay. <laughs> different and I'm not surprised it wasn't super popular. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like a Catman character, like all these fantasy stuff where there's like cat people, but he's not like an adorable cat person who's just a regular guy with a tails and ears. Like he's all super hairy. He's got like four arms, like out of nowhere. <laughs> it's odd. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. Still reading a shit ton of fables. I think I'm going to issue like 90 out of 150 now. Damn. Yeah, there's there's a lot. They're so good though. Well, that's cool. That's mostly what I've been up to. Um, well then, I guess let's dive into what I've been playing. I've been playing Deus Ex Mankind Divided still. The game, I feel like I don't want it to end, but I'm like playing it a shitload too, so I feel like I'm making a lot of progress. It's overall just a fin- phenomenal game. Can't recommend it enough. I'm having so much fun. Like I said in the past, it's like that it gives you that Elder Scrolls feel of just like exploring and shit, but in more of a steampunk like or cyberpunk, I guess is a better term because it's like more technological and you're hacking shit and you're an augmented cyborg person. But in general, super awesome setting, super awesome game, having a lot of fun with that. But what I forget, yeah, it was Mark who said he was playing uh, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter drunk. Well, the funny thing about <laughs> Deus Ex is, like, I 
I love when games uh, have a drinking mechanic where it's like, oh, there's alcohol in the game and you can drink it and then it actually fucks up your character like visually. So I I feel like the first game that ever did that for me was Fable, uh, the original Fable. That's the first I remember experiencing it. Exactly. So I'd go to the bar, grab a couple beers, drink like a bunch of them, and then my character's like throwing up and like the screen's getting all fuzzy and it's like crazy. Well, I remember actually, I think it was also in Human Revolution I used to do that and your character after so many would throw up and it was just like, oh wow, it's interesting. This time around, they have the drunk animation so accurate, it's so legitimately psychedelic and unfucking fathomably like interesting to look at it's like so much double triple quadruple vision of the objects and like everything's just like flowing and pulsating and fluctuating it's just crazy like honestly if you were drunk and watched the drunk animation of that game you'd probably get sick instantly because that's how like much motion there is but the interesting thing is apparently your character uh jensen is a fucking tank and can drink unlimited amount of of alcohol without throwing up this time around. So I'm not sure if you threw up in human revolution or not. I feel like you did, but regardless this time, I remember I went to this one bar specifically and I was streaming and it was only 50 credits for a shot of like really hardcore absence. And I was like, Oh, and the funny thing is I was like, let me see how many I could buy. And I think it was a solid 10 shots of absence before the, bartender lady was like all right you can't buy anymore and then the funny thing is i was like on stream i'm gonna drink them all in a row and with each drink it gets more intense and i just did i downed 10 of them in a row on stream and like the freaking camera was just going insane and i was like whoa (laughs) so that was a lot of fun dude i want to see this i want to check this out (laughs) i'm gonna have to try to uh, i'll find it on our twitch and then upload it to youtube so people can check it out nice um it is it's a total blast but yeah i remember even saying during that uh Fable's the only game that I knew that did that besides this. I mean, I'm not surprised Adam Jensen, Adam Jensen can hold his liquor because he quite literally is a tank. He's like 5% organic now, so yeah, I'm, not, good I'm point. not too surprised if anything it powers him more. Um, yeah, he could probably drink oil and be fine. Yeah, but I know more games do it, like all the Grand Theft Autos do it too. I One guy did a test where if it was harder to drive in the game drunk, like when his character got drunk in the game, then he played where his character was sober, and he was drunk and tried to drive. Oh, he should play drunk and drunk in-game. I, I don't think that would work well at all. <laughs> he can't even get into a car. That'd be the most interesting one. Um, yeah. But anyway, th- so I've been playing a lot of Deus Ex. I actually got around to playing Overwatch. It was free this weekend, so thank you, whoever was responsible for that, because it's uh, that's the great thing about Overwatch. I like playing it for free. I'm very glad I didn't buy it, because I got bored with it very, fr- like, instantly because like i don't know it's just not my type of game i used to in college be into like some kind of world war ii game i think it was like a wolfenstein uh it was a crappy game i'll be perfectly honest oh yeah wolfenstein enemy territory where it's just like match after match you're in a world war ii setting and you go fight the enemy and i i just loved playing that shit and i feel like everyone had that has that certain game where it was like an online game where it was just rinse and repeat match after match that's honestly what i don't like about mobas and like league of legends and shit like i just can't do that shit because i see so many of my other friends in college just like waste away being like oh i have to wait for this match to finish and i'm like dude let's just go live our lives and do something else but um (laughs) in general i don't know i i i like overwatch i love and apparently I'm decently good at it with one character. So I'm going to stick to that character if I ever play the game, which I know Bran always is like, don't ever just play one character. I'm going to fucking stab you. Um, but like, well, I love to what? be fair. You have to say what character it is. So the audience right. can know. 
And now they're going to all be mad at me and judge me. But it's, well, that's the thing. I'm good at Bastion because who isn't? Because it's fucking amazingly easy to just fucking camp and like just demolish motherfuckers. And apparently, like, I remember, uh, we've talked about in the past how like people get all pissy about it. But like Brent has said, if you're a good character, you can easily like grab him and like there's other characters that can counter him pretty easily. But in general, I came back for the free weekend. Decided to play two matches back to back, and that was honestly it, because I'm like, this game isn't my bag of chips. But first match, I went 32 kills, four deaths, and I felt really good about that. And then the second match, I went 16 and one death, and it was a 16 killing spree, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm on fire. But the funny thing is, like, I was, like, camping hard, and the other team was so mad that at one point, like the entire team was specifically out to get me because they were like, this motherfucker is camping so hard. And I, it was like literally the last two or three seconds of the match that they actually killed me. So I would have went 16 and 0, but uh, they got me and I was like, ah, I deserve to die. <laughs> well, I know um, AJ has it for console already. He's like level 70 or so. And then recently got it for PC. So I've been talking to him about the differences and he says it's surprisingly like very different. I believe that. No, I think I could probably troll people uh, with Bastion on console way more than like easily than I could on PC. Yeah, it's easier. It's much easier to spin around faster on using a mouse than is a joystick. So it's a lot easier once you see where Bastion is or if he's hitting you. It's quicker to spin the mouse around and get him than it is to like kind of drag the joystick around. Like it, you know, it's only a few seconds, but those few seconds really count. Yeah. That's understandable, but that game lost my interest relatively quickly. And then I've I've been playing the shit out of fucking Peggle Blast on phone, and I love that. I just love Peggle in general. I don't understand so like, games that are repetitive, and you just do the same thing. By the way, God damn love it, Peggle, love no, Peggle dude, so Peggle, much. Yeah, everyone needs their like crutch of like the the casual game they adore. Like, if anyone likes Candy Crush, like go for it. But I'm not into that shit. Peggle all day, any day, every day. Like, it's so good. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, I've already bitched about the character design this time around, but now I have something else to bitch at. Level 57, hard as fuck, level design wise, like, someone fucked up, because, like, there is, like, a point where, like, there's one orange peg left, and if it's in a specific location on the map, like, no matter how you shoot your goddamn, uh, ball, it's not gonna reach that, and it's, like, especially if other pegs are missing. So, like, inherently, like, it just frustrates the fuck out of me that I'm like, whoever is responsible for level design on this needs to get fucking bitch slapped, and they should have ever got published to the game. Regardless, made it past that somehow, and now I'm on level 60, which is, I feel like, where everyone gets hung up, because you, you see a bunch of, like, people, if you're logged in on Facebook, you see all your friends who play, and, like, there's a bunch of people on level 60 that just can't get past it. And the reason being, it's because it's five levels in a row that you have to win each once, uh in a row and then the fifth one is like a battle against Fenord, which is like the evil unicorn and in general it's just so frustrating because it's like oh let's say you make it to the fourth battle but then you don't get all the pegs and there's like bombs and they're throwing all the fucking challenging shit at you so it's it's a total bitch finally got past it today it was super glorious still waiting to uh play the next one but I don't know. Check out Peggle Blast if you're into it. It's free. I, I'm not going to ever pay for any kind of like, oh, upgrade now so you could play right away or like get more lives. Like, nah, it'll upgrade my lives over a amount of time. Yeah. Uh, that actually reminded me, though, I forgot to mention because I've played it so much already, but Necropolis got a big update to it. I've been playing that a lot. Oh, nice. So, and that reminded me because I, there's a new character in it where you can play as the Brute, which is like a bigger guy and 
the two-handed weapons he uses as a one-handed, and it's great. I definitely recommend people like looking into it now, especially with the updates. The levels got better. The text is still kind of hard to understand and misleading. Um, but a new enemy is like this rat thief enemy that'll run up to you, throw a dagger, then throw a stun bomb at you, and then steal something and then run away and just take your loot. And if you can catch him before that, you can kill him and take it back. But if you can't, it's very hard because he's quick, he stuns you, and they'll just appear randomly. Like, that's another complaint I have with the game is sometimes hordesmen and these rat thieves will just appear whenever the fuck they feel like it. Not in a, even in a room you've already cleared. Even in a room you cleared an hour ago, they'll just appear again. And so it can get very annoying, especially if two of them appear at the same time. And I got so mad, I tweeted at both Necropolis and Mitch Gettleman. I was just like, I, I love the game. The update's great. Whoever made these rat guys is going to have to get fired because I'm fucking furious. And <laughs> Mitch was just laughing. He's like, that's the point of them. I was like, I understand. But God damn it. Like, God damn it. Um, yeah. It's it's still great. It's definitely more challenging, but I've also soloed it twice now. So I got to the end the last time, and instead of fighting like the final level, it just skipped me right to the end. So I think that was a weird glitch. But I'll still count that as a victory for me. Hey, Brent, <laughs> what was the yeah. game that I I uh, bought for you recently and I sent you a really nice message with? Oh, oh God. God. Uh, I don't even remember. Quite the setup. Uh, I think it was like Escape to Rose Cliff Island or something. <laughs> it's just very weird name. I immediately just put it under like my shit games category because I knew <laughs> Oh, no. Brent, how could you do that to me? Because it's a find game. It's like an I Spy game where you just point and click to find hidden object. Hidden object game, that's what they're called. And it's terrible, and I won't play any of it, Mark. <laughs> the game's terrible. I hope you didn't spend any more than a dollar on it. Oh, I spent four ninety nine. That was a poor choice. Of <laughs> you have to get better at spending. You're a homeowner. <laughs> All right, well... Back to some kind of video game news. Well, this that is... was video game news. It's big oh, news. That's to... the biggest news we've ever had. Oh, Jesus Christ. But no, no I mean, like... It's groundbreaking video game news. <laughs> no, this is, something, this is something that's been affecting a lot of people on the PlayStation Network for... And it actually affected me, so that's why I bring it up. Because if it didn't affect me, I probably wouldn't have, like, cared. But it was annoying. <laughs> you egomaniacal piece of shit, Doug. Hey, I'm being honest. Like, it's like, that's everybody in the world right there. But in, in general... uh. I was trying to stream Deus Ex on, like, Tuesday or, or Thursday. I forget which one. But, like, everyone knows if they actually do tune in for my stream. Like, I'm always, like, five to ten minutes late because I'm just a piece of shit, like Bren said. But yep. I'm, like, on time and ready to go. And I'm like, oh, yeah, about to stream. Let's get this going. Anybody who's going to be on time is going to be surprised. All of a sudden, I go to stream and I can't. PlayStation, it actually, like, glitched the fuck out of my PS4 to the point where I had to, like, hard shut it down. And I was like, what is going on? Uh, It was just, like, getting hung up on a blue screen and it was just basically being like oh playstation network is undergoing maintenance or some kind of bullshit and i was like okay well that's fine just don't hang up my ps4 and let me just like get back to gaming if it's not gonna let me stream but no it got all fucking weird but in general yeah playstation network was experiencing all sorts of issues and people were bitching about it i had the problem too i wonder if you did listener tweet at us yeah i think twitch also had a few hiccups over this week too like where they just everyone on twitch dropped for a few minutes so streaming ain't easy 
another thing is I got around to checking out a new graphic novel. I, I mean, it's not new by any stretch, I don't think, but it's by Image, so it gives me faith. And I, I saw it in like a discount bin, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'll get volume one and give it a go. But it's called Ravine. Not sure if you ever heard of it, but it's like this epic fantasy. I'll read the back for you guys just to give you a little info on what it's about. Legend has it that long ago, an ancient spell almost split the land in two, leaving an endless ravine in the far north of this world of fearsome dragons, stalwart warriors, and scheming sorcerers. Now, one man, Nabiziel Asheri, driven by the deaths of his wife and daughter, wants to reclaim that magic and bring his loved ones back to life. But mighty forces align against him as the hand of fate unites a band of wanderers and sets them to the destruction of Nabiziel and his legions. So, I don't know. The reason I bring it up is because, like, the art for this is fucking incredible like it's like i don't know how you do such good art it almost looks like it's like video game art because it's like did you use some kind of 3d rendering software to get such realistic proportions like it's unfucking fathomable and the dragons like the scales everything looks so detailed and beautiful and i only just started reading it so it seems like the world has lots of lore and it's very involved so i have a lot of faith hope it's good i'll keep you guys posted huh Ravine. Yeah, it, it does kind of look like a weird, almost like 3D model. Like, there's definitely depth to it and stuff. Yes, that's what I want to say. It's so beautiful to look at. Like, I'm really impressed by it. So, and I'm I'm grateful to add it to the collection. So, yeah, if you guys are into uh just general medieval fantasy kind of shit, it's kind of like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, but graphic novel. Hmm. And I also read Sex Criminals. Oh, Jesus. I've heard of this one. It's actually very good. It's, you know, very tongue-in-cheek. But it's about two people that have sex, and when they climax, everything freezes. And then they find each other, and then they try to rob banks. It gets weird really fast, but it's really good. I could see that actually being pretty cool. God, dude, when they climax, does the song I Miss You by the band Climax start playing? Oh, yeah, because it's a comic. God damn it. <laughs> I've been reading. Can you believe that there's a pop band, though, from like the fucking 80s or I don't know when they're from, but like they're called Climax K L Y M A X X. Yeah, absolutely. I can believe that. There's a band called Pussy Riot and they got sent to prison in Russia. Nice. God damn it. That was my favorite because all over CNN it just said Pussy Riot. <laughs> That's great. That is pretty funny. Yeah. I've been reading a manga called Inside Mari and it's about. This guy who's like a, a neat, he's just a hikikomori shut-in, and he doesn't ever leave his house. And this one girl that he really, really likes, he wakes up one day, and he is her. Oh. But his old, like, so he is, his personality and soul is in Mari's body, but his body is still, like, being a neat back in his apartment, but he doesn't like, it's just not him. It's just no one like knows who it is. And her close friend like realizes it's not Mari and it just progresses from there, but it's super cool. Huh? Yeah. I just figured while we were on the, that topic of, I thought it was like, I thought it was a sequel to Tuesdays with Mari. I thought it was something to do with the show. Mari. Like, like, <laughs> inside Mari, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the scenes of Mari, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. Name. But uh, there is some more PlayStation news that I might as well just dive right into. Because, like, over... The, actually, just a couple days ago, there was uh, some kind of meeting where they announced the PlayStation uh, 4 Pro and the Slim, and everything's coming out. So, 
in general, yeah, I guess what we Come knew on. as the PS4K and the Neo is now just going to be called the PS PS4 Pro, and it's going to be like 400 bucks. I don't know. I think that's pretty reasonable price. And also, in upsetting PlayStation news, apparently the fucking mods for uh, Fallout 4 and Skyrim have been blocked now. Sony's yep. just pulling the plug on that shit, and it's kind of like... Why? Like, that was literally what everyone was freaking the fuck out about. I don't know. Personally, I remember when we were talking about E3 and shit, I was like, oh my god, mods for Skyrim. Like, why? You're literally just, like, taking a balloon that's totally inflated and just deflating the fuck out of it for no good reason. I think, literally, they're probably thinking of it from, like, a family standpoint, being like, oh, we don't want people making abominations on our console. Or (laughs) or that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I think it's actually more realistically is the fact that if people have access to the modding capabilities, it's, it'd be easier to hack and or like, uh, you know, that's what jailbreak. I'm, that's what I'm thinking, because you got to get into the nitty gritty of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That, it's basically almost opening up the doors for jailbreakers, I think. Yeah. And some of those mods, like if it doesn't work on your computer and it crashes, it's like, well, that sucks. Take the mod off and keep playing the game. Mm-hmm. But with a console, you don't really have as much freedom with it so it might you know it might kind of really fuck up someone's ps4 and you can't well, get it off uh, that's what i mean what before you down one download one it should give you that fair warning but i, I mean know. but it's by random people so it's not like they're like they're legally required to give you a warning like hey this might not work on your console like you got to just trust some random dude on the internet which is always a good thing yeah um, yeah like us trust are, us yeah don't don't trust us <laughs> Uh, but yeah, mods are what keep like ninety percent of the Skyrim community that's still playing is because of mods. Like, and I'm gonna say maybe even more of the Fallout community because Fallout Four really backfired pretty quickly. Like, I think there's probably still more people genuinely interested in vanilla Skyrim than are in vanilla Fallout Four. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would agree personally am. I yeah. definitely agree with that. Yeah, because I know the first time I played through Fallout, and I was like, well, that's it for me, and I uninstalled it. Like, I had no interest in playing it again. Yeah, I, I never even bought it. I'll buy it when it's, like, $5, and I'll probably start it up with tons of mods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage and the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, and it's the giant funny. anime chick in the center of town. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, funny, though, how people just, like, want another Skyrim, though. So I, I'm really excited for the Elder Scrolls 6. They have to be working on that. But in general, the fact that they are giving us uh, updated graphics, like HD Skyrim, it, it'll bide some time. But it sucks because it's like, I already know these quests deep down. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I still like revisiting games. For instance, this morning I saw, like, the the playthrough. It was 20 minutes of the first of Jet Set Radio Future, uh, the demo version. So, like, just watching the Japanese demo, someone playing through it, and it just, like, so much nostalgia that I was like, I literally want to go, like, find my Xbox, get the RF modulator hooked up, and fucking play Jet Set Radio Future all day. So certain games I can definitely see revisiting. I don't know about that. I, like, Skyrim, I want to, but then again, like, ah, there's so much to do, so it's like, yeah, there's, you, how could you feel that way? But then again, I feel like I explored the fuck out of Skyrim, so, like, there's not much that I don't already know what to expect. It's like, oh, cool, here's some Nurnrood over there and some fucking another dungeon to delve. Yeah, I'm not sure if people want another Skyrim, because with some of the mods like people spent years making mods and they're some of them are massive with entirely new quest lines and a whole new city i forget the name of one but it, like this dude made everything from scratch and it's all new ah fuck i wish i knew the name um 
if I can find it, I'll send it to Doug and he'll put it on the episode description. But like, it's huge and it can completely revitalize his Skyrim. And I like, like you said, with the Skyrim HD, it's like, who cares? Because those mods have been out for PC four years. Like that was one of the first mods that came out. And I understand for console players, that's new to them, but like, that's kind of the benefit of being on PC is all of this like modding capability can make one game, you know, still enjoyable a decade after it's come out. Well, also imagine put yourself in Bethesda's shoes. Uh, you got the Witcher three that just like blasted everybody's expectations out of the water. And like, everyone's just literally still jizzing a little over that. Um, and you have like this, uh, that's what I mean. Like you still, you have this huge, like the bar has been raised so high that it's like now the next elder scroll has to be better than the Witcher three. Obviously that's like, that goes without saying, but that's like, that's, that's, a lot easier said than done but regardless i'm not personally sure i want a world that enormous like i didn't get around the playing witcher 3 but i from what i hear from you guys it's like ridiculous so like i don't know i would like a world the size of the original morrowind in amazing graphics super detailed lore and then give it some kind of replayability value that like the quest change on the fly like i think there is a little of that going on in skyrim but like i would like that to be like the case that almost everyone who plays a game of the next skyrim is going to have a different experience from the next person but that would really fuck up things like walkthroughs except for like main quests and shit obviously i don't know yeah. i just think the complexity of, of doing something like that is just Impossible. unbelievable yeah, well that's so. what i mean and although the fact that they're kind of pushing the boundaries of like that technology with no man's sky and like the the kind of procedurally generated shit i'm not going as far as saying like procedurally generated quests although that's kind of what i'm hinting at but like that's just like an mmo though where it's just like oh that person stole my you know that criminal stole my purse go get them and it's a different person that says that but it's the same mission every time yeah my fear uh, doug i get what you're saying and that does sound like don't get me wrong that would be super rad but like dream yeah, but the amount of quests that would be... Like, look at Skyrim now. There are so many bugs. Imagine the amount of bugs and game-breaking problems would happen with oh, those quests. It would be, be untestable. <laughs> yeah, no one... Everyone would just, like, rage quit because, like, your game would just break. So, unless... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, steering it back to them just canceling mods, though, that sucks. It yeah. does. Speak. You brought up No Man's Sky. Just a fun fact: there are more people playing Spore from 2008 on Steam than No Man's Sky. <laughs> Holy so fuck! Bad. That is so bad. It wow. has fallen from grace. Who, wait, uh, no, who has more players now? No Man's Sky or uh, Battleborn? <laughs> no Man's oh. Sky. Oh, <laughs> oh, low blow. It tried. It tried so hard. I know, sorry guys. Uh it's just yeah. Put I mean while it's down. At a certain point it fucked itself over. But yeah, that's at least one I would deem still a game. I don't consider the Mets guy a game. Uh anyway, it's just a kicking them while they're both down. Yeah. Um, what else is happening? Oh. Speaking of but that no. Uh the uh, flawless segue. Uh Mass Effect. Andromeda. <laughs> They revealed that the main characters are going to be a brother and sister, so that way you can still have male and female shepherds. But ah, uh, incest! It, it, God well, damn it! Well, what? 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're probably just like, I don't know. I feel like in Mass Effect, you guys talk about all, all you do is have sex, so I'm worried. I mean, but not with your brother and sister. I hope that's not an option, but they might go there. I, mean, I don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think they'll go there, but there's definitely going to be fan fiction that will if oh, it God doesn't it. already exist. Uh, but instead of playing, like, they're not Shepard because it, it's no longer Shepard. I forget the I think their name's Ryder. Um, but you pl- you can choose between a male and female character, and whichever one you pick, the other one still exists in the world. So they'll still be running around. They're like, oh, it's neat, because like, you'll be able to interact with your sibling, and they'll still be doing stuff in the story and stuff. And I'll, they're talking about as if this is like a new innovative idea, and I'm just like, yeah, Pokemon's done that for like ever. Like You could always do that in Pokemon. <laughs> like Once they introduced a male and female character, like the mm-hmm. whatever one you didn't pick became your rival, and you'd see them in the world. So I was well, like, like- ah. Can your brother or sister get killed and then, like, all of a sudden they don't show up for weeks and you're like, oh, fuck. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of plot intertwining with the sibling character. I doubt they're just going to be, like, the throwaway character, like, engineer that's stuck on the ship the whole time and you never see him again. But, uh, I'm, you know, we're finding out more and more. We've actually got gameplay footage of Mass Effect Andromeda and it looks awesome. But, you know, I'm biased because I fucking love Mass Effect. That's true. I'm not biased, and it does look awesome. Like, just looking at the graphics, like, woof. Like, that is really impressive shit. It looks like a fucking wow. Yeah, and it's a lot more, like, exploring. Like, it's not, like, Assassin's Creed, like, parkour level where you can climb over everything, but it's a lot better mobility than, like, the on-rails Mass Effect to tended to be at times. So you can definitely, you have, like, a little jetpack, and you can definitely run around and explore better. So it, I'm really looking forward to it. Is that one going to have a VR experience, like little offshoot I, thing? Oh, well, maybe. I forget I, if we talked about that. I don't remember. It's definitely not going to be all VR. The game would be much, much uh, too demanding for that. For yeah, that. I meant more like the Final Fantasy, like, oh, like they have like the Final Fantasy 15, like you're driving in a car or something. I don't know, like little like chapter of a VR experience. Yeah, I could see that because with three, they did this like app like game where if you played it you unlocked all the n7 missions and it would uh level up your battle readiness in the third one and people got annoyed with that because most people thought that was the only way to like level up your battle readiness to 100 percent. but if you did all of the n7 missions in mass effect 3 you could also get it that way and if you do if you have 100 percent battle readiness and beat the game you get a special ending so i got it without even trying just because i do all the missions that i can so they definitely do tie-ins with like mobile games and other little things. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a hour-long VR experience thing, but it definitely wouldn't be like a full-fledged game. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Well, that, yeah, that does look very exciting. I'd I'd have to play the other ones though to even understand what the fuck's going on, probably, or maybe not. I I keep. Uh, how far have you gotten, Mark? Have you played any of them yet? Uh, I've gotten decent progress into the first one, but first it was uh, it was a while ago, and I if I play it again, I'm gonna have to start over. Um, yeah, you, you probably will. But I, I, yeah, one was <laughs> what? No, I want to. I really do. Like, it looks awesome, but it, I'm not gonna lie. I think I might have. I've even said this before on the podcast. The first one is a little hard to get through. Oh, it's real tough. I would compare it to Witcher, where the first ones have good stories, and that's kind of it. Like yeah. in hindsight, in hindsight, the like, combat and everything's just real stagnant, and it's real tough. But I do think they're worth slumming through 
if mm-hmm. you're willing to and if you have the hours. But yeah. like, Doug, when I try to tell you to get into Mass Effect, it's like when I tell Mark and my other friends, I'm like, they're great if you have like 140 hours to kill to get to yeah. all three. If you don't have that time to sink into like a whole franchise, like it, you know, if Mark actually gets through playing all three, it could probably take you like four years, Mark, because I know you don't have that much free time to dedicate to it. That's uh, but so I sad. I don't want that. <laughs> I definitely think they're worth it, but yeah, they're they're a real commitment. That makes sense. I um, still highly recommend it to anyone. You mentioned Pokemon during that Mass Effect thing. Uh, I did saw I? This, yeah, you were saying... What, what the fuck did you say? You were like, oh, Pokemon's been doing it for years. Oh, uh, right. The, the I thing. already forgot what I said. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm not making shit up. Uh, the art, I saw this post on somewhere. It was this artist turns Pokemons into humans and they're, and they look sexy, question mark. And I was thinking, sexy, is that really the word you're going to use? And like you pointed out, that was definitely them being all click, clickbaity. But regardless, uh, they don't look good at all to me. I mean, and A, I don't know why an artist would want to imagine Pokemon as humans to begin with. So it's just generally creepy seeing all your favorite Pokemon now in human form. And it's just got this weird anime twist. I'd love to get Mark's opinion on it because like, I know you like anime and like art and stuff. Like I'm an appreciator of art and everything, but like this isn't doing anything for me, especially downstairs. So it's definitely not sexy in any way. Yeah. I don't hurt, have the urge to yank my dick at Pidgeotto. Or or any of these. Like it's all weird. Like it's all super weird. So no, I, also- I have I haven't seen it, but I probably would agree with you. I don't that I'm not at that level. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. humanizing Pokemon is not a new thing. It's been going on since Pokemon's been out. And for whatever reason this uh website just found an artist who did a lot of them. Usually you get like a few Sometimes if the artist is really committed, they'll do all 151. Uh, this person seems to have done, I'm going to say at least like a 30 third some of, third of them or so. Um, but it's, it's not new to humanize them. And like you, you said, the sexy Pokemon is just for clickbait. Not all of them are sexy. The way they drew Sandshrew was like a kid in like a massive like jacket and he's all bundled up and stuff. And he's, you know, some of them are sexualized i guess you could call it or scantily dressed but it's for the character it's not a trend in all of them so i don't think this is supposed to be like pokemon porn where you're actually supposed to jerk off to it i think oh this well is just- chris look at kakuna though her tits are hanging out that's weird and I, honestly i expect the kakuna to be more like a dick because he uses harden i i guess <laughs> uh i think that's just what they were going with the style of kakuna it looks like she's supposed to be egyptian and maybe like a harem girl which it wouldn't be too weird for them to actually be walking around topless back then if that is what they were going for. But it's not like that's what every single one of them is, you know, made to look at. So there's definitely sexualized, humanized Pokemon porn, if that's what you're into. Oh, God, no, that's not why I bring this up at all. Damn it. Well, you did, and... (laughs) I know, well, it's because I'm thinking to myself, yeah, why is this on a mainstream uh, website and people all into this? But apparently, yeah, don't check it out. I'm sorry. Because they can put the word sex in front of it, and people will get curious about it and click on it. And they're also capitalizing on the Pokemon Go craze. Everyone's just all about Pokemon these days. But yeah, if you want to see some creepy human Pokemon, click the link in our show notes. Sorry for that. I don't know, I don't think that's that bad. I've seen a lot worse. I don't know, Tang- Tangela, like, really creeps me the fuck out. I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, you gotta spend more time on the weird part of the internet, buddy. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, you do. Anyway, 
Mark knows. Yeah. I <laughs> He's not happy about it. He knows that. <laughs> but then I'll also give a, a quick shout out to another gaming podcast I listen to, uh, Gamers Without Borders. One of our listeners, Brad, and another listener, Nick, ended up starting their own gaming podcast. And I've been listening for the past couple of episodes. I really enjoy it. Guys should go check out their podcast. But the funny thing, the reason I bring them up is on Twitter, they said, like, oh, we're going to try something new. Suggest a topic for us. So I was like, uh-oh, you shouldn't have done that. So I figured I'd suggest the topic being a game we mentioned like way long ago. Like, I mean, talking episode 14 or something, uh, Soda Drinker Pro. Do you guys remember this? Oh, yeah. All right, uh, so... Vaguely. All right, Soda Drinker Pro is this VR game where literally the purpose of the game is to just drink different types of soda and like walk around and shit and it's like quite literally like the stupidest game ever so i'm interested to get their input on it but the reason i really bring it up is because since we've talked about it a fan has gone and made like this amazing trailer for it and this awesome song so before we end the episode i'm going to play this song for soda drinker pro it is like the coolest shit ever you guys are all going to be like that is dumb as fuck doug but i think it's hilarious and awesome so hopefully you guys will enjoy that but that's something to look forward to do you guys want to play a conversation game, or is there anything else? Yeah, I'll do a conversation game. I'm good. Sure. Oh, I'll spring up real quick, uh, since we mentioned graphic novels. Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, the OP, uh, or OTP, Batman and Joker yeah, from the Animators. <laughs> they teased a possible Hush and Death in the Family animated films after they did the Killing Joke animated film. And I would be fucking all for that. So if... If you enjoyed The Killing Joke or if you just want to see more animated Batman movies, that could be on the horizon. Excellent. Um, let's play I Was the Walrus. Who wants to judge? I'm I'm actually topicless. I could come I, up with shit on the fly. I could be the judge. Okay. I f yeah, I don't know the last time me and Bren faced off. Okay, cool. Um, the Soda right. Trigger Pro is dumb as shit. I love it so much. Okay. Um, so this first one's like inspired from me trolling um, some <laughs> forums. When yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been trolling. You mean you know I I go on cafemom.com and it's a forum for moms and I go on there and I just Fuck make them. make people mad. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I came up with this because I I was naming my imaginary children on the website uh and the I named the one Zunkery. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So I uh I was thinking there's a combination of two real names. So come up with a a, a name that's a combination of two real names and make it as funny as you can and the funniest one wins. <laughs> All right, give me a minute. I can think of like two names but putting them together it's like how would I even pronounce this? Like <laughs> I think I got mine.
<laughs> I remember my mom was trying to hook my cousin up with a guy she worked with named Will Williamson. <laughs> Every time we heard that, we'd start laughing. She's like, why? He's nice. Like, that's the dumbest name. All right. I guess I'm ready. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. For Gallica. For, oh, okay. <laughs> Jameleon. Jameleon. It's Jameel and William. Is Jameel a name? Yeah, Jam- Jamal. Fergie and Angelica. Fergie and Angelica. Hey, wait, say it again, Doug. Fergelica. Fergelica. Okay. And sorry, Brent. Say your name. <laughs> say yours again. Jameelium. Jameelium. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna go with Jameelium. Fuck. <laughs> and like this, that's. Normally, there's like a long drawn out reason why you pick an answer, but <laughs> for this question, it's just like I guess that resonates with me better. That's fair. I think because it sounds similar to Jaleel, which is Urkel, Jaleel White, Jaleel White, who we was... all know was the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the '90s animated series, and a star in Big Fat Liar, one of Mark's favorite movies. Oh yeah, Forgelic is gonna murder Jameleon. There's only <laughs> There's only one question that can be answered by blackout drunk people and J- Jaleel White, and that is, did I do that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Zunkery. Anyway. John Mulaney. <laughs> okay, next question. Fergie's not even a real name. Zunkery. And and I have, I had a... Zunk- Mark won that category before we started. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. my other kids I also have were uh, Kimothy, Jimothy, and Shimothy, which is X I M O T H Y. All right, so next question. So <laughs> you're in prison and you need to get bail money to get out, and for some reason, the only way you're able to convince people to give you money is through using the chat feature in Omegle. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So you have to chat roulette or Omegle and you have to raise money to get yourself out of jail. And that's your only way to do it. And you can only stay on Omegle and tell people where to deposit money. And how, how would you convince people to, to bail you out? Wait, so what? (laughs) Yeah, you're in a cell, and you have a computer that can only connect to Omegle. (laughs) And you have no money, and you need to to post bail. (laughs) Fuck? What is with you in jail? (laughs) Every time. That's what I mean. Like, do I have any objects that at, like, my dispense? Could I be like, oh, I have a pack of cigarettes or something? Or is that just not heard of? No, because you don't know who these people are. It's a random video chat service. Well, Omegle started out as just chat and then became video when chat roulette came around. Yeah. Are we talking old school Omegle where it's just text? No, we're talking chat roulette slash new Omegle. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Mine's a (laughs) terrible answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's just like so many questions I have. 
Uh, my chest is too hairy to put together to act like I have boobs, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Um. All right, I got mine, I guess. Okay. You're going to have to go first. Mine's really long and elaborate and awful. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. I would just start jerking off on camera because I know no one on there is going to help me out. God so damn it, gotta, mine's not that bad. I, I got to try and bond with the other creepy guys that do nothing but jerk off on chat roulette and Omega all the time. So I figure if I connect with a dude and we bro out with our dicks out, we might get this like weird mutual jerk off bond and he might be willing to post bail for me. All right. Because okay. no sane person is on Omegle these days. Like, no no one who would actually help me out of the kindness of their heart would do it. So I got to just try to, like, humanize the weirdos that are still on there. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know what Omegle is, and I'm very happy about that. But I do know what Chat Roulette is, so I'm uh, going off of that. But my answer would be I'd bend over in front of the webcam and put my dick between my legs and then have, like, drawn eyeballs on each ass cheek so it looks like it's a face. That's all they see, and the dick is the nose. And I'd shout between my legs that I need to get plastic surgery, and I was born with a dick for a nose, and hopefully they uh, they give me their money. <laughs> what you... I thought you said you, you had must... a bad answer. <laughs> you either have... Very large eyes, sir, or a very big dick. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> to what I make mean. it look my, like a nose. Yeah, I don't know. They'd, they'd feel bad for this guy and be like, this is more of a charity thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where do you want me to send this money? Oh, uh, prison. My nose is a dick and I'm in prison. <laughs> so you can imagine the hell I'm in. <laughs> my nose is a dick and I'm in prison. Help me out. I just have pictures of them just getting an envelope and just writing jail, putting a stamp <laughs> on it. <laughs> Dear Mr. Jail, can you release my dick nose friend? Thanks, Winky Face. ASL. ASL? <laughs> oh, dude, nice touch. Okay. I actually made a good friend of mine off Omega once. That's the weird part, is I met another human being that wasn't jerking off. I, I remember Doing... that girl. Yeah. You showed me her photo. It was really... Uh, that's That's very uncommon. Yeah. Oh, the funny thing is, I would say if I if I start to lie, try to get a boner. <laughs> if you start to lie, you get a boner. Yeah, so it'd be like a pokey a Pinocchio reference, sort of. <laughs> oh, that that's sure to make people start giving. Okay, yeah, I'm go. I'll go with Doug's answer. That that one. Yay! That, yeah, you, so dumb. you earned it, kid. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, listener. Why do you listen? <laughs> Okay. Um, Listeners, if you sent in topics for the conversation games, we wouldn't have to let Mark come up with these fucking weird-ass ideas. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but we, we made it to round three, unfortunately. Let's see how it pans out. Okay. So I have, I have a topic. Okay. Um, so you are the head of a video game company, and you're tasked with making uh, an MMORPG. So, like, think World of Warcraft. Um, but the restrictions are the MMORPG has to be based on something that could actually happen in real life. Like, there's no magic. There's nothing. Nothing futuristic can happen. It just needs to be about, like, something you could go do. So, So the Sims MMO? So, like... 
<laughs> Actually, wait, Second Life is exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> and there was also like a Sims MMO that uh, completely failed. There was? Yeah, it really didn't do well. Oh, man. Or at least man. some online Sims. Oh, man, never mind. This topic's not good. Oh, damn, so. I had a good answer. Are you, we not going with it? I mean, okay. Actually, no. Yeah, we'll keep it going because we can get creative here. Just because people have done stuff like this doesn't mean... Um, there aren't still good options. Uh, yeah, so, um, you could do, yeah, anything that, that can happen in real life. So, yeah, we'll go with that. So, wait, what's the question? <laughs> I got lost. You have to come up with the next big game. And, um, yeah, that's it. It's a slice of life MMO. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> right, okay, I'm ready. Answer. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So it's an MMO where you start off and you're in prison and you have to try to convince people to post bail for you solely <laughs> through chat roulette. <laughs> God damn it. That is awful. Uh, mine's called Find That Person. And everybody logs into this game. And the, the point is, like, when you log in, there's, like, one person in the world. And the, the actual game is representative of the real world that we live in. And... One of the characters is hiding from all of the other people. So if you're playing as the person you're that's trying to hide, like you can't your your whole objective is to just not be found by everybody else in the world looking for you. And if they find you, it's game over for you. But and then once they find that person, the next person changes. So like sometimes it's celebrities. Like at one point it was Bin Laden, then it's Snowden. But like now, like <laughs> sometimes it's celebrities. Like one of the world's worst terrorists. <laughs> you know that famous celebrity? He's on all of the E network shows talking about fashion and <laughs> slinging shades at But he's like Bin hey. Laden. He's known, and well, not anymore, but you know what I meant. I was just going for people that were looked for, like, I don't know, find that person. And, like, sometimes there's, like, impossible people to find, like, Waldo, or, or like, uh, you know, I don't know, Cam- Cam- Cameron San Diego. <laughs> Cameron San Diego. Cameron Diaz stars this summer as Cameron San Diego. Cameron. It's, oh my God. Is Carmen, so- I know. My yeah. So okay. what you're describing here, Doug, is the novelization of Running Man, the Stephen King book, where literally the entire world is looking after one dude. Oh, yeah, I do recall that. Um, yeah, but it's a video game, and it's like, don't lose. If if the world's yeah. looking for you, that you must have done something wrong. Oh, and if you, like, use Google Maps somehow to incorporate it into the game, like, you, like, it was, like, the real world. That's the point. So, yeah. like, literally, if you're being looked for, like, you have to hide under a bridge and, like, literally, like, off the gr- grid as best as possible. That Dude, Could that you- actually sounds like a cool game. I mean, Running Man isn't a video game, but it's a game show where the entire country is hunting after one guy. And if they turn him in, they get money. But yeah. if he escapes for a week, he gets money. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Doug, I'm going to go with that. That's actually, that's actually, I was expecting, like, funny stuff, but that was actually really cool. <laughs> Like that. Damn it, I was trying to be funny, but it was accidentally cool. Okay, yeah, I guess, Doug, you won that one. Woo! It never happens. Uh, I was. I call worst. bullshit. I call copyright infringement. That happens every time. All right. <laughs> it actually does happen a lot. <laughs> That's my go-to. Um, well, that was a fun episode, guys. Let's wrap things up with plugs. Where can listeners find you, Mark? Uh, 
my Twitter, Mark Leithacks Lol, and um <laughs> uh Yeah, I mean I have a Twitch. It's ABTS Mark underscore Mark. I haven't really used it whole a whole lot. I kinda wanna change that, but um maybe once my work slows down in the beginning of October, um, I'll probably be uh back into gaming as heavy as I was before. Cool. Check that shit out, listener. And how about you, Bryn? I'm on Twitter. You guys know. You don't care. I know you don't care. I don't care. Pretty much. Uh, And same for us. We have a Facebook and Twitter. Handles ABT Silence. I personally Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. So come check us out. Give us a subscribe on iTunes if you're not subscribed already. It really helps us out. Um, But thanks for listening, guys. Also, like I said, before we end this episode, here's the amazing Soda Drinker Pro song. So enjoy it, guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. It's the Doppler effect. Put the soda in your mouth. It's time to play soda drink a bowl. Put the soda on your lips. It's time to play soda drink a bowl. In your body, you suction drinking soda, that's how it goes. A 3D simulation of soda drinking fun, a carbonated beverage you can share with everyone. There's only one thing you can do in the game, and it's drink all the soda, just like the name implies. Nothing called baby.